Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. this on election day and my booty did its civic duty i hope you all did too in listener dome uh, yeah because we need to seize the means of government yep i'm hoping that one day voting will be called i'm going out to get my trump shot like the cootie shot but instead not putting a psycho into the office hi my name is bill and i'm noelle all right, so we're going to go through and get business out of the way because we had a good topic to talk about, especially in relation to current events. But we need to let people know that for everything about the podcast, you could go to xchromosomepodcast.com. This has all the links to our social media, which is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's got links to Spotify and YouTube. It's got all of that. So if you want to contact us, that's all the ways that you could go through and contact us through social media. It also has links to our Patreon page, a link for a direct donation, and if you want to buy merchandise, we now have a merchandise link with all the, basically anything that you want that they offer, we sell. You can put a big queer X on your chest. Yep. You can get yourself a new iPhone case for your iPhone 11 with a big rainbow X on it. If you And in light of the fact that we are go- just going to get louder and queerer and more political, um, your donations help us actually afford to keep doing that and not have to be beholden to things like sponsors. In addition to, you know, eventually being able to pay ourselves for all of the time and energy we put into things and uh, compensate our our, uh, wonderful support staff for their help and pay subject experts for their time and energy to come on and talk about issues. And when headset mics explode, we can go through the ones. (laughs) Yeah, my headset literally fell apart in my hands last night. So I'm borrowing this headset for now. Because that's just the kind of life we're living. Your donations help us afford to do shit. So we appreciate our Patreon patrons so, so much. You guys actually contribute to us being a functional sort of thing. So if you like what you're listening to, please chuck us a couple bucks if you feel like it. And our News Rants shows are just going to be directly on Patreon. Unlike today's, which is topic-based, it's news-based, but it's topic-based. One more thing, we want to hear from you. As we're doing these topic-based shows, we're going to be putting out more information about what we're going to do. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. That's our email address. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. 
give us feedback. Anything you want us to read something on the air, let us know. It might be you might be a, someone that we might want to bring onto the show for future podcast reasons, uh, depending on your expertise and things like that. Yeah. You don't have to go on social media and do everything in public. Yeah, we really do want to hear from you. And we understand that a lot of stuff that you might want to talk about is kind of intimate and personal. And we will not share your shit unless you give us permission. But if you get, if you do, we will make a point of talking about it. So let us know what you want to hear about. On the subject of things that you want to hear about but don't, while it is topical because Representative Hill has resigned, we are going to talk about... I hate using the phrase revenge porn, but we're going to talk about double standards in all facets of life where um, slut shaming is used to harass people. Um, and the non-consensual release of private images or the image of a person with just without their consent. This dovetails with several topics about which I care very deeply. Let me start off by saying something that I said on the page and I went after someone about because she did not grasp that it doesn't matter how dressed you are in a picture or who you send it to or whatever. As somebody who shoots pinup and who has a plan in future to shoot some extremely suggestive sets partially in response to this sort of issue is, uh, that's me. I have a right to that. I own myself. I ca- I choose whom I wish to distribute images of myself. Anyone distributing my work, my image, my likeness, anybody profiting off my image and likeness without my consent is breaking intellectual property law. Nudes you send to your significant other are your intellectual property. So... With that in mind, the fact that Representative Hill's soon-to-be ex-husband distributed images of her without her consent. Oh, he he was hacked. And if you can't hear the air quotes, the air quotes are there. Yeah, he was hacked, but he was shopping story. So, and it was a tabloid. So, fucking don't lie. We're not stupid. We know you sold her image without her consent. And that's illegal. We don't need a law that says it's illegal to distribute to to post people's images without their consent. That's basic intellectual property. We just need to to expand existing law or apply existing law to this area that everybody's fucking prudish about. All right. So you're saying intellectual property? Yes. Now I see what where you're heading at with that. In that regard. And I agree with you in regards to intellectual property. But based on, unfortunately, the photos did appear, so I have seen the photos. It could be argued in this case that it was consensual photos, but the intellectual property was of the photographer. Which, if she didn't sign a waiver signing away her right, she still owns herself. If it was, there is a, there are very specific parameters for the use of a likeness without consent. This dovetails into decisions the NCAA is making and lawmakers are making about about allowing sports uh, collegiate athletes to profit off image and likeness. This is such a big deal in other arenas that EA stopped making NCAA college football. They didn't stop making it because it wasn't profitable. They stopped making it because the players got smart. 
and they said, hey, wait, where's our fucking money? Yep. That's our image, and you're profiting off it, and we're not seeing a fucking dime. But let's dovetail back to the other topic, because yeah. we go all day about the NCAA. Yeah, and how fucking racist it is, all of their football and basketball policies. Ah, but yeah. still publishing somebody's image without their consent or without a waiver stating that you the photographer own the rights to the picture you're there's law there there's it's kind of gray and it's kind of difficult to get into but a picture i take of myself or a picture that i hire someone to take of me with the explicit understanding that these are not for resale these are for a specific thing that i have been paid to create and I am submitting them to the person who commissioned me. See, th- this is where I think you why actual other additional laws are required for this. Because hypothetically, I take a picture of you. We're just going to say hypothetical. Um, but you dump me for another podcaster. Okay. And I get mad. I just give the photo to somebody that which I would never do, period. That's just, ugh. Okay, hypothetical hypothetical scumbag bill. Hypothetical scumbag bill, yes. And that person then goes through and posts everything with that. I'm making no money off the deal except for, ha ha ha, this is out in the world now, suffer. That's where I think it goes from the difference between being intellectual property and revenge porn. Did we have a a piece of paper that says that you have the right to do what you want with that image without my input. The I didn't sell the image for I didn't sell the image for gain. You're still distributing the image without my uh, permission. If it is if if it's not there's this is where the gray area comes in. I'm not defending this. I I know, but the the idea that she doesn't own her the, the minute somebody else takes her picture she doesn't own herself right and that's where i'm seeing that the intellect that's why we need to go through and make sure that there's better laws to protect especially for things like this that are being used in a harassing abusive sense we were collecting links before the show and to discuss um they talk about this a bit in um trying to find the specific Is it the article. Gizmodo article? Yes. Yeah, because I have that one pulled up. Yeah, the revenge porn law is stupidly complicated. Yeah, um, and I need like a whole bottle of wine to get through this, or two or three shots, because it is ridiculous. It is, there is no overarching federal case law or statute about this. Basically, right now what's going on from the from what I read through this is that they're trying to do a cease and desist because of California law for yes. the that. But that's state law, not the over the state lines. I don't even know exactly where the Daily Caller is located, so to speak. I wouldn't be surprised if it's out of the country because of shit like this. Um, is it Daily Caller? Daily, yeah, Daily Caller it was. But it's like these complications. Um, another thing that is brought up, unfortunately, Massachusetts doesn't have, is one of the few states that doesn't have any type of revenge porn law on the books. People are going to hate me that listen to the podcast, but this is one of the things that Charlie Baker, who is a Republican governor, has been trying to get pushed through since... 2017. 
I mean, not all people associated with the GOP are, in fact, complete scumbags. Also, I can see a whole bunch of middle-aged white men very interested in protecting themselves. Because if anyone can just publish images without penalty, there's a lot of people in a lot of positions of power. They don't get this under control who are super fucked. All the Hills case has done is prove that you can use compromising pictures to hound someone out of office. And the thing is, with Hills case... Not just with that, um, because of all the, basically to protect themselves, middle-aged, older white men, male men, made additional laws within the House of Representatives and things like that about relations with staffers, legislative or, or, or campaign, which she did break that rule, but no one's really arguing that part in this case. If it's something that she broke with her campaign staff in a consensual relationship that is a different story which but that's another thing if they were just focusing on that that would be one thing but nancy pelosi does it was talked more about the nude leak than this person made a mistake in regards to the bylaws of the committees and the and her campaign so they don't even know where they're going at it to even try to defend Katie Hill, in this case. Ah, uh, ha, ha. Yeah. Um, I found a really interesting article because I was checking myself. Um, and this is from How to Geek, and it's, do I own a photo if I'm in it? And it boils down to, th- there's a section entitled Image Rights and You. And it states the following, while you're not entitled to use a photo of you that someone else holds copyright of, that if you didn't take the picture, you don't hold the copyright. They're limited, the person who holds the copyright is limited in what they can do with it. You may not have the rights to the photo itself, but you do have the rights to your likeness and reputation. The photographer is free to sell prints, publish it on their website, and use it in editorial content like magazine articles or newspaper stories. What they're not free to do is use it for commercial purposes, which basically means ads without your permission. The concern here is that by using your likeness in an ad, it gives the impression you're endorsing product or service on offer. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so this, there's, there's a line here. He, it was a commercial purpose. If we can find that, hacked. But she has a right to her likeness and reputation, which have been used to cause harm. These right. photos were po- so. There's been a a rights an image rights violation here. And this article was written by Harry Guinness, who is a photography expert and writer with nearly a decade of experience. His work has been published in newspapers like the New York Times and on a variety of other websites, including Popular Science. Blah blah blah. So he kind of he knows his shit slightly better than I do from the model perspective. So still, what it boils down to in this case, and it may come might, might boil down to in the intellectual set is like I didn't give it, I didn't sell it, I didn't get any gain from it. I got hacked, so someone might have stolen it and released it. And it's one of those things where we know he gave the photo. It doesn't matter. Well. His copyright to that picture has been violated if somebody stole it and sold it. Right. So his copyright, there's been a copyright violation if it was stolen. Mm -hmm. If he gave it, her right to her image and likeness for this has been, her image and likeness has been used to harm her reputation. So it's violating her, her right to herself. It's 
copyright is complicated, but we have we have laws to deal with the distribution of images and consent for that. What we don't have is actual punishment for harassment. In California, it's a disorderly conduct. It's a maximum fine of $1,000 and or six months in jail. That's not enough. It's a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. It should, it, you destroyed somebody's life. Um, in the very least, I think it should be if you are distributing nude photos in a harmful manner that damage the reputation of the person involved. Private or public figure. Yeah, it should be a trafficking. It should hold the same level of penalty as getting caught trafficking somebody for sex, because that's what you're doing, essentially. If we're going to call it revenge porn, terrible word, or non-consensual distribution of photography or what, however we want to phrase it, if you're sharing someone's nude photos without their consent, it should be as criminal as sex trafficking. I agree with that. People might disagree, but... You keep on bringing up something that um, you're not the first to bring up, but you won't be the last. While going through and pulling up details, there was an article... Uh, not an article, an article about Amanda Heard. Amber. Amber Heard. Um, Amber Heard, thank you. An article talking about Amber Heard explaining why you shouldn't use the phrase revenge porn. She was one of the celebrities that got hacked in the, what was, I'm not going to say because it's just going to give links to the website that is still up. This was the, the scandal that also had like new photos of Jennifer Lawrence and other people like that www.fuckthoseguys.org. That sounds right. I was going to say that's not the actual... Address, yeah. (laughs) Address, but Amber Heard was interviewed by Yahoo.com for their lifestyle. This is actually... This was an an interview for... um, I just used that link. Um, This was through a speech. An an op-ed was published in the New York Times by her on Monday. So this is... She states in the op-ed... It is focused on intent rather than consent, the phrase revenge porn. What matters is not why the perpetrator disclosed the images. It is that the victim did not consent to the disclosure. That is why laws against non-consensual pornography should look like laws against other privacy violations, like the law that prohibit the unauthorized disclosure of a broad range of private information, such as medical records and social security numbers. This isn't even better than my, you know, treat it like, treat it like trafficking. But non-consensual pornography as a privacy violation is a constitutional violation. It's an, because we have a constitutional right to privacy, and that's something that is upheld over and over again. And people that go through and say that, well, people are in the public eye, they should have known better, this is the price of fame, oh, go fuck yourselves. In the op-ed, Amber Heard asks the very important question, what happens when a person with far fewer advantages than she does, than she has, is victimized? She goes through and lists, yeah, she goes through and lists everything that she has on her side. And Yahoo links to an article in Rolling Stone titled Sexting Shame and Suicide. It's a qu- the question of what happens when a person with far fewer, adva- far fewer advantages is being high-profile white and in the entertainment industry and can afford fantastic legal counsel and, ac- and has access to receptive, receptive law enforcement agent- agents and is finan- I am financially secure and enjoy a tremendous amount of goodwill from fans. My tormentors remain unpunished. 
low income women, women of color and LGBTQ individuals face a greater risk and sometimes lethal consequences of having this shit happen to them. Uh, non from the op-ed. Non-consensual pornography in particular forces a horrible kind of fame on its victims. And the average non-consensual pornography victim has very few resources to manage the fallout of that involuntary fame. It's uh, legislatively not considered a violation of privacy, but a form of harassment. I don't know why it can't be both. It's one of those things where one of the one of the things about the whole... I'm going to go back to Charlie Baker and his proposal with that. He wants cases on the books... But he also is like, but they're also like, okay, but teenagers do this to each other in the case of like sharing explicit images of each other because teenagers are teenagers. So you don't want them getting hit with child pornography. So if they get caught with this, they have to go through like a program basically to show that this is not cool. This is one of the things that stopped the law from going through the first, and, but there was like, look, but one of the things that was pointed out is like the law also states that we're, the bill also states that we're trying to put through is that it's up to the DA to determine if it's a this is a teenager giving a nudie pic to another teenager who didn't share it or this had an intent to harm. So if teenage Bill went through and gave his teenage girlfriend a picture of his naked ass his teenage girlfriend wouldn't get hit with a child porn charge. But it's one of those things where just reading this article, it's like, be better people, people. Yeah. This, I'm skimming the Rolling Stone article and I want to smash things. I'm skimming the Rolling Stone article and I want to smash things. You're going to need the content warning this because, I mean, yes, it contains a, a description of um, suicide, and I'm sure there are other horrible content warning-y things, such as harassment and bullying. If you were able to go through and rename this phenomenon, because you're right, it shouldn't be called revenge porn. Unfortunately, that's like a catchy name that sticks in people's minds. What would you call it? Well, I like the non-consensual pornography because that that is that that's really good. It covers all of the salient points. It's since these images are usually explicit in nature and distributed or and without the consent of the individual involved, this hence the non-consensual. The pornography is a little fiddly, but until we get a better word, um, it'll do. Um, because there's a whole sex shamey thing involved with the the word pornography. Mm -hmm. uh, because you know, I could snap a hot picture of me mm -hmm. in my nothing um, and send it to my husband, and somebody steals his phone, yep. and suddenly I'm all over the internet. Keep your phone safe, spouse. Yeah, everybody, keep your phone safe. Fucking double, double intent. What is that? Double mm -hmm. verify, double verify shit. Um, get a VPN. Blah blah blah. Be safe on the internet. Yeah, two, uh, yeah, two factor identification. Blah blah. Don't upload like shit to the cloud. But the oh, fuck, that's that's fine. But Amberhead points out that ha that revenge porn it, with its intent based word 
with its in- intent-based focus doesn't cover hacks. I mean, we should be able to upload our nakedness to the cloud with the reasonable expectation of privacy. And that's a that's a legal burden. You know, that's I, I'm using legal terminology, reasonable expectation of privacy. We all have that going through our day to day, even with Alexa and fucking Google and Siri and all of that shit. We have a reasonable expectation that nobody is listening in. We haven't explicitly said, you know, we haven't said, hey, Google, please data mine my shit. Don't fucking react. <laughs> so we have a so we have a Google assistant in my office and uh, I use the words. Okay, is the mic off? Can I fucking say shit? So I can't say, hey, Google, stop listening to my shit in my office unless I turn and expect something. But she she responded because she's listening. But I do not, you know, expect them to release a recording that they have captured of me going to town on my husband. I want to hear that. I have a reasonable expectation of privacy in my home, even with something with a microphone. You know, I have a reasonable expectation of privacy texting somebody. We need to acknowledge these things and that we should be able to take nudes and share nudes with a reasonable expectation of privacy between one another. And to have that violation of privacy, either by a third party hacker or by the person to whom we sent the picture or, you know, who took a private photo, that should be treated with the severity that it is and treated with um, seriousness. Also recently, speaking of revenge porn, a gay Minnesota lawmaker was also had nude images released from his past. State senator from Minnesota says he's a victim of revenge porn perpetrated by a former friend who sent explicit images to legislative colleagues. Democratic Senator Scott Dibble says he's been harassed for the past five months by a man who he had an intimate virtual relationship. Dibble, who is married, said the man sent private photos, videos, and text messages to fellow lawmakers. Guess what? Uppity women and queer people are going to be targeted by this because they're threats. There's two things we can do. We can work to elect people who will actually do something about this, or we can use uh, these weapons against the people who are more than happy to profit, such as the the Republican Party. Because as we all know, Representative Hill is bisexual, so she's queer. When this was going on, this reminded me of um, earlier this year, Bella Thorne. What she was um, being threatened by a hacker who said that they were going to release her new photos and videos. So in response, she released them herself. To base it, yes, she felt as though she was reclaiming her power by tweeting photos of herself instead of carrying out whatever the hacker's wishes may have been. And this is a, a case of victim blame and blaming. In fact, I'm going to be posting this article up here because um, comedian and actress Whoopi Goldberg later called out Thorne while discussing the scandal on The View. Goldberg implied that it was Thorne's fault for even taking the photos in the first place. Stating, if you're famous, I don't care how old you are, you don't take nude pictures of yourself. You can't blame, that's victim blaming. And it doesn't just happen to famous people. So there's so many layers of ignorance in Whoopi's comments. 
So here's the, we have the Rolling Stone article in which this girl commits suicide because images taken without her consent were circulated through her school. And the barrage of negative attention was more than she could bear. This is a, a child. It happens to normal people all the time. It's not a famous person problem. Famous people are the ones who can fight back against it the most effectively and the most easily because they have fucking money. The rest of us suffer and die. The situation sucks. There's, it's got a lot of double standards, a ton and a shit ton of double standards, and we need to do something about it. You need to, we need, I'm going to go through and we just had an election. I'm going to go through and con after the election is over and all the votes are counted, I'm just going to go, I'm going to start with my town councilors. I'm like, look, this is something that Charlie Baker's trying to push through. What's stopping it? Why aren't you on the legislature's ass? You're my town council. You're my mayor. Things like this need to get done. I'll be honest. I live right – I'm in the Boston metro area, and most people in my area know that where I live, where, this place, where I live is liberal as fuck. It makes, like, regular Boston look like Trump rally. Oh, wait. For a moment, it did look like a Trump rally. It's a hashtag straight pride parade. is just white supremacy. However, it's one of those things where if you don't like the laws – you need to do what you can to contact your representatives, contact the people you're voting for. Say, hey, look, 2020 is going to be coming up. You're going to be up for office. What are you going to do about it? And that's going to – that will go through and start scaring the shit out of legislators. Basically, this next the next year should be you're up for re-election. What are you going to do about this shit? And if your representative can't give you an answer that you like – you need to try to get someone else that will get you the answer that you like. Realize that there's a lot of problems and not everything's going to be a perfect solution, but things like this, this can be fixed. One about the Time article about Katie Hills, it's Katie Hill is the first millennial lawmaker to resign because of yeah. June's she won't be the last. Dear God, can we please make this the la- the first and last? See, that's another thing that that I had read through that article before before I threw it up there. It's not even going to be explicit images. It's going to be like bikini Instagram posts. Uh, just with editing software, how are you going to how are we even going to know if somebody's the right photoshopper can fucking put anybody's head on anyone else's body? And with deepfake software and photoshop skills, you can fuck someone over. What are we doing? What are we doing to stop this? I am excited by this quote from Representative Matt Gates. Gates gets. He's a millennial Republican who opposes Hill on most political issues, but served with her on the Armed Services Committee. Who among us would look perfect if every ex leaked every photo slash text? Yep. I mean, that's fair. It's like, why are we making a look? This isn't a big deal. But just the millennial attitude of why are people making a big deal about these their photos? It's compromising. I really wish she didn't have the whole um, relationship thing going on with this, because I w- would have hoped that if that was, like, not a thing, that she had just said, yeah, they're nude photos. Go fuck yourself. That's what's going to take. It's going to be like, oh, this millennial had taken nude photos of his or herself, and now they're uh, elected representative. Yeah, I did. What else you got? 
Well, what's even important with a lot of this is yep. Representative Hill did not know these pictures had been taken, which is a violation of her privacy. And public figures have a right to not be harassed in their home. We have this problem with paparazzi, with celebrities, with royals, with politicians. And not all abusive relationships have to leave physical scars. Exactly. Also, um, privacy violation can, you know, can kill. Let's talk about the crash that ended Lady Diana Spencer's life, which is linked back to being hounded by photographers, you know, and the mental health toll that takes on celebrities. The private lives of our public officials are not of public interest unless they're actually committing a crime. Using your office to get your intern to give you a blowjob. That's a crime. That's coerced sex. That's sexual assault. You touching kids? Yeah, that's a public interest thing because you're a predator. Are you an abusive fuck? That's a public interest thing because there are more abused people that need protection than there are, you know, abusers in power, but the abusers are in power. Um, You know, those things, criminal acts are public interest. Making out with a chick or being naked is not a public interest thing. If you are interested in seeing somebody naked, make the effort to get permission to you do that. the celebrity thing in regards to just the stress that they go through in the public eye. Um, recently, um, in British Vogue, Emma Watson, for those who don't know, she one her famous role is Hermione Granger. She's getting ready to turn 30. And in British Vogue, she's like, she wrote, if you have not built a home, if you do not have a husband, if you do not have a baby and you're turning 30, and you're not in some incredibly secure, stable place in your career, or you're still figuring things out, it's just an incredible amount of anxiety. And um, it took me a long time, but I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I call it being self-partnered. That's what she's using for saying that she's single. Single. That's very adult of her. But this is, it's like, a lot of these celebrities have grown up in front of our eyes. So not only are they getting hounded by the people in their regular lives, they're getting hounded all over. And all these, all this paparazzi goes through and adds to the additional stress. Knock it the fuck off. Just stop being gross. Um, Listener. Torin, aka the spouse, non- has come up with a very clever non-consensual, unauthorized distribution of erotic subjects, nudes. I mean, I would be disappointed. Yeah, but that's in, the um, thing. Clever acronyms, serious so. subject, and it wasn't such a clever acronym. And they stick. Yes. So that's. I mean, it's fucking brilliant. Could you imagine and- a bill being listed up as the no nudes bill? I mean, I can continue to be super angry about all of this. For uh, for and one, fuck Nancy Pelosi. She's gross. She's the, the her comments had OK Boomer all over them. Thank you, Generation C- Z, for creating OK Boomer. Gen X salutes you. Yes, we are very we're very. Uh, the New Yorkers, um, the cut, um, their article titled. Quote, being careful won't prevent revenge porn. They close with the following, and it seems very apt. There will be other Katie Hills, other women with vengeful ex-partners, with blackmail ready to publish, and opportunistic media outlets eager to publish it. When it happens, the story won't be social media or millennial promiscuity. It'll be something much older and more pernicious. Revenge porn is abuse. It's about power. 
the only thread linking both Hill stories to it. That's the only thread linking both Hill stories to each other, how Hill wielded her own power and how someone else wielded theirs against her. Pelosi didn't quite understand how it worked. It is about power. Um, and sometimes the people who want the power, the people who hack sites and steal images, those people want power over the people whose images they've stolen. People who publish blackmail photos want power and they want to use it to hurt. Any invasion of privacy like that is a power play. So that's, I, I don't know what else to say on the subject other than, I hate to say do something, but we need to do something constructive on a multi on, in a multi-pronged and multifaceted way to deal with this. You want to know one of the reasons why I'm also going through and going to your your lower level politicians is because when and if they decide to go for higher office, they're going to remember these big issues that are brought up to them. So they will understand how serious these things are that can be easily overlooked and forgotten. Yeah, you can you can start fighting back at your local level. You fight back at your state level. Are you fed up with the idea that being naked is a crime or problematic or that nude photography is shameful? Call your state rep. Call your ward rep. Call your mayor. Harass your law your very local lawmakers. Now to I want to I want to mention her. I'm not a fan, but Melania Trump has also been harassed and abused about her consensual nude photography. Yeah, knock that fucking shit off. Part and parcel of the same thing. Being naked and photographed is not a bad thing. I don't care who it is, unless it's, I mean, harassing parents for taking pictures of their children playing in the bathtub. There are pictures of me as a very small child with no clothes on. That's okay. What's not okay is somebody taking those pictures, and they would have to work real hard to get them. They're pre-digital. They'd have to break into my parents' condo, steal the photo album, and scan the fuckers in. But uploading those to a child sexual predator site for gross people to get off on and exploiting past me, that's criminal. Me being, my mom taking a picture of me naked is not child porn. Stealing it and uploading it to a site for people to whack off to makes it pornog- makes it exploit- exploitative and criminal. So if you want to get on Melina Trump about anything, talk about her lip service about cyberbullying. I mean, right? Oh my god. Which this runs right into, but look at what she married. The only reason I ever want this videoed is just like, just the moments I'm like, making the gestures like the italian is coming out in me when screaming flames sides of my face fuck don't be shitty to people for being naked don't fucking go after a woman for making money don't begrudge her her living don't begrudge a guy his living for posing naked don't begrudge anyone their right to make a living with their own selves going after melania for that is shaming her for stacking paper never do that with a consenting adult. That's bullshit. Stop it. Sex work is work, and it should be legitimized and decriminalized, and that's a whole other podcast that I will scream about in the future. 
Make a note. We're going to talk about sex work. I'll put it on the calendar. Thank you. Excellent. Now that we actually have a calendar to of topics <laughs> to organize. Yay, we're organized. <laughs> Shit. What else? Where was I going? Don't publish pictures that aren't yours without anybody's consent. It doesn't matter what the content. Don't publish pictures that don't belong to you without consent. Don't use pictures without consent. That's You want to know what would be a good, you want to know it's a good rule of thumb, period? Don't be a dick. Well, besides don't be a dick, but if you break up with somebody or you're dumped by somebody, delete all their shit. It's over. It, if you have issues deleting it because of personal feelings or grief or other things, but you know that you shouldn't have it, if you know somebody trusted that will press the delete button for you, let them press the delete button for you. It's no longer yours when you're out of the relationship. Be respectful. Don't be a shit. Also, we need to fucking shame the fuck out of people who commit these acts. Um, if we can't legally punish them. Your friend starts sharing nudes of his ex. Fucking. Call him out. Call him out. Yeah. Report him. In public. Report him and call him out in public. Both. Yeah. Or her. Because hers could do it too. So. Yeah. Shame these people. Or they. Yep. Let's because just try to get all the basic just, If someone you know is sharing pictures without the uh, subject's consent and they are intimate private photos, fucking call them out. Make a social media post and be like, hey, don't go to the other person and be like, hey, your 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 squeeze over here. God, I sound old. Not a boomer, I swear. I, I just want to say if it's explicit photos, um, Alpha Rift, he went through, he was gushing about his girlfriend sent me photos of pumpkin carving. That's perfectly fine. Yes. <laughs> but as soon as the clothes come off, nah. Yeah, uh, don't share intimate photos. Just don't. It's gross. It becomes nudes, then. Yes. That, that's gonna just. I'm just gonna use that acronym as the title of this podcast. Okay. Awesome. Because <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. So we're done. We really don't have anything else to add to the subject. So next next week we're gonna be talking about. Tipping, the economy, everything about that, history about it. And we like your thoughts, your opinions. You have anything to say about it. The address is write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. If you want to let us read your stuff, let us know. Again, that is write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. And if you have an opinion on the gig economy and tipping and or questions, about these things uh we can try to get them answered we can do whatever we can to try to go through and help everybody that listens out yeah so please write us other than that i think we've uh covered all we need to cover yes we have so that being said we have no other we just are gonna awkwardly leave and we're gonna go through and kick out the bot but my name is bill and i'm noelle and we all have an X chromosome We All Have an X Chromosome is an XChromosomePodcast.com production. Executive producers are Noel Dial and Bill Malvesi. Executive director, Bill Malvesi. Associate technical director, Huey Algool. Associate news director, Brian Grimes. Music by Alpha Riff. Hosted by Noel Dial and Bill Malvesi. <laughs> <laughs>